I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Did you get good Chrissy presents? Yeah. Here's what. So Sam. You were with your partner for Christmas. His family. And they were doing a couple's secret Santa. So each couple got another couple. So we had to buy. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So me and Sam had to buy for his parents. We got them Kindles in two, two separate colors. Uh, his, his, his Kindles. That's a lush gift. And then How Sam's, much does a Kindle cost nowadays? Um, about 150 maybe. And you'd have to read four books, I reckon, to make that worth it. I hear, get this. I've read four books in the last Perfect. few weeks. Did you buy Kindle as well? No, I ha- no, I've just got one. I just want to brag about how many books I've read. Anyway, Sam's brother. Uh, how many books had you read up before that point? The, uh, over last year? Yeah. Two, <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, I, read, I haven't read at all. Yeah, I read the I read one chapter of David Sedaris's Calypso and was like, oh, God, I'm so smart. <laughs> one chapter. <laughs> you should read. Um, I'm reading. This you one should of, read. You should read. <laughs> I'm reading one of the moment called Trust Exercise, which is oh, was on Obama's list. Oh. And it, well, no, because it's set at a drama school, a performing oh, arts drama school. Don't know. Trigger warning. I know. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, so beautiful. What did you get? So Sam's brother and his boyfriend got us. I love that Sam has a gay brother too. Yeah. Perfect. He's in the family. Uh, just, are there any other siblings? Or is the whole family? All the, no, no. There's, there's just... another straight brother. There's a straight oh. sister. Okay. I don't know how they are all they feel about being outed on this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, they're straight. The full details on the sexuality <laughs> of all of Sam's siblings. Uh, but... You don't have to call him Sam. We could have bleeped out this name multiple times, but I think it's been dropped. In I think it's been dropped. And like, if you follow me on Instagram, which every single person <laughs> listening should, uh, you know. Anyway, they if got us... listen to the pod, but don't follow us on Instagram, you're psycho. <laughs> they got us two presents, which are both experiences. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, number one, gold class... A gold class voucher. Wow. $80 to spend on gold class. Wow. You get so wedges. Get tickets and, and wedges. <laughs> and wedges. I went to go see, when I saw Bridget Jones's baby, I got wedges. And it was on my birthday and I sat alone all my friends sat behind me. And it was honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better day out. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I can't remember. I wasn't sitting beside you. Perfect gold class <laughs> film though. Yeah. Perfect gold class What film. we want to see in gold class is Little Woman. Woman. It's so good. I've heard. But to tell you what, none, none of these bloody Central City theatres are doing gold class. They're all Star Wars, which yeah. is old now. The only place doing gold class is Albany. Go out to Albany. No. Anyway, the other thing they got us was a uh, couple's float pod, oh, which I think we podcast. might do tomorrow afternoon. A floating podcast. A floating podcast. <laughs> yeah. We both got little recorders that we take separately. Tomorrow. Oh, they freak me out so much. I'm so scared of getting stuck. There's someone should do a fucking psychological thriller about the pod, you know? There's a Simpsons episode where he's in the float pod yes, and that's right. rolling completely... down the hill. Oh my God, they freak me the fuck out. I'm so scared of them, but I'm curious, but I'm just like, it's why I don't want to take acid. In the, I don't want to unlock my mind. Yeah. I'm scared of where that's going to go. I'm crazy. Well, I, 
I'm going to be like, what if I drown myself? Like, that's immediately where I think I'll go. And I'm like, I'll see how long I can hold my breath underwater. And then I die in the t- in the pod. It's Im- I think it's impossible to sink below the... It's so salty that you will just sit on top of it. Those pods are so salty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. I think we're going to do it tomorrow. I'm li- literally currently messaging my boyfriend being like, when are well, we Well, stop it? it, because we've got a podcast to record. Cue theme song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Welcome along and happy new year and fuck it, happy decade to this year's <laughs> fail. Oh my God, I completely freaked out then. I sort of like then didn't know how to finish the sentence. Unbelievable. Oh. This podcast has been going for two full decades. Oh, that makes me feel Isn't that crazy? Sick. Isn't it crazy? Do you read this fact about Mariah Carey that she's now had a number one hit in four separate decades? Oh, but she's barely old enough to, you know, like. Yeah. It's just because she was born, I guess, at the end of the... Yeah, I saw a tweet that was like, oh, we've lived through like a millennium, a couple of decades, and something else. And I was like, oh, God, that's sort of interesting. Yeah. Tweets are kind of interesting, aren't tweets they? Tweets are kind of interesting. That's the whole basis of the app. Uh, <laughs> you can use them to declare war on other countries. And if you haven't got the Twitter app, download it. It's for free, and you can have it on your iPhone or Android. This podcast is sponsored by like Twitter. Twitter, which condones war crimes. Is Twitter owned by Mark Zuckerberg? As no, well? no, his name's Jack. Oh, and he's Jack. fucked too. Yeah, who came for Jack? Um, I don't know, but Sasha Baron Cohen keeps coming for Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Very funny joke of the Golden Globes. Shall we talk about Another the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes? Okay, I loved, I loved them. I thought, man, this is like a, this is like what award ceremonies were like a couple of years ago. Like, mm. not that Ricky Gervais was hosting, but like Alan was there. Beyonce was there. Taylor Swift was there. Elton John was there. Like, it was just like Meryl Streep was there. Reese Witherspoon was there. Like, it was a huge night. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were there. It was crazy. And there were shots of her during his acceptance speech. I loved it. I loved it. I was just like, yes, star-studded room. What was... I love that the whole thing was messy and that the sound was shocking. The sound so was shocking. We couldn't hear the nominees as they were being I read out. I wanted to scream at Ricky Gervais, but I will say I enjoyed some of the jokes. I thought some of the jokes were pretty good. I thought they were pretty good. I thought the general attitude later in the evening, I was like, like Renee Zellweger just did a lovely speech. And I you're know. Like, oh, fuck off, everyone. I want to say, like, scrub up, wash, put on a fucking tie, learn your fucking lines, and keep your jokes the same. Smile once. Like, yeah. you can't be like, oh, this industry sucks, and then be like, but you've also benefited so much from winning awards. Yeah, totally. And the fucking, fucking beer. Who should host it? A gay should host it. Andrew Reynolds. <laughs> yes. Like, absolutely. <laughs> great. Absolutely. I love, he's my favorite character on Big Mouth. He's so he's funny. so funny. Absolutely should be hosting it. Yeah. People would love him. Yeah, but they'll get like Neil Patrick Harris. Who's... Oh! oh. Did you watch his Architecture Digest video? No. You've got to watch it. Maybe I message Alice... Every time an Architecture Digest comes up, (laughs) I message Alice (laughs) Nedden or she messages me immediately. Yeah. And we just immediately just start texting our first thoughts. Is that that, that the video that Liv Tyler... Is it where they just show you their house? Yes. Yeah, 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 I love that. Just show you their house. Um, Yes, they show you their house. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I would so it's toxic. Basically, the energy between him and his husband is disgusting. Wow. Neil seems like a complete asshole. Wow. Just moody as fuck. He's just like 
so nasty to his husband throughout the entire video. You've got to watch I it. I can't wait. He's awful. Wow. I, mean, I don't think... This is not to say that he's an awful person, but watching that video, I was like, you're awful to your husband. I've been watching lots of his Instagrams recently where he speaks to camera and is like, guys, I hope that 2020 for us is blah, blah, blah. Wow, like, I do not follow him. Yeah. He does not have an aesthetic that I'm curious about. He wears a waistcoat in this video, and I'm like, you yeah, would wear a waistcoat. Guys who wear waistcoats socially... Gotta go. Well, it's just like... Relax. Do you know any? I don't think I know Neil one. Patrick Harris and I think of um, Jesse Tiger Tyler Ferguson. Also oh, like a waistcoat yeah. kind of guy. And I'm just like, and also like a sitcom gay. And like a bow tie <laughs> wearer. I'm just like, relax. Like, yeah. put on a t-shirt. Put on a jersey. Like, it's too, it's too buttoned up. What does the house look like? Um, uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I can't quite remember. Very dark, very moody. And it's not their house. Or maybe it is their house. It's like during Christmas time, so they only take you to a couple of key rooms. And okay. I was like, very curious that you don't let us into your bedroom. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a closed... It's a big swing. Yeah, I'm like, why aren't you letting us in there? What are you hiding? Yeah. <laughs> um, Neil's got his Christmas tree, which is like the kind of... What do you mean his Christmas like, tree? Like, and then there's like another Christmas tree that has like the fun decorations, and then there's one that has like the matching decorations. But I can't oh. remember whether his is like the charming one or the beautiful one. He's just... You've got to watch it. It's like it's just not in the spirit of Christmas. Have your he own seems Christmas tired. Tree. It feels like he's just come back from work. Christmas is about sharing. It's not about having your own tree that you decorate yourself. Come I know. on, come on. I was yeah. really happy to see how big Britney Spears' Christmas tree was. Oh yeah, because I was like, maybe she does his money. His money. Maybe she does his money. Maybe she does his money. <laughs> I was worried. I mean, I'm always worried about Britney. She's and then... got money. She's back into athletic yoga, acro yoga. I was watching. Oh great! <laughs> but just like she routine. always looks a bit disheveled like she always just seems a little like and i'm like her clothes always seem a little bit cheap but that's her aesthetic and it's but and that's got, why her instagram is so good because it's this super rich woman showing you showing you i feel like her money's being held away from her and then she's only been given like a 200 dollars for using clothes and like she's like, Take literally this buying for 21 come back i feel like she's buying her clothes off instagram or like amazon really like it's yeah, not even like true. asos it's like you can see the wrinkles in the packet that like it looks like it's gonna fall apart but she loves the clothes she loves so them. who's who's but then imagine like, like if someone was like you could have this but imagine this a th- that cost a thousand dollars and it, yeah. it's made of silk or whatever it is wild the way her hair is her hair is, <laughs> is i mean crazy. it's like it's like it's never been brushed i mean this is yeah. so awful and like kind of misogynistic of like men to be like brush your hair britney but like <laughs> I'm not telling you to brush. She can have your hair however she likes. But it's just like, from the outsider, knowing what pop stars look like all the time, hyper-maintained, she's always got dreadlocks. Her roots are always showing. And she's always got the cheapest extensions in her hair. But <laughs> I'm like, like you, you can brush the light, it would come out. But she probably got robbed by like, <laughs> whoever wrote her music or whatever the music deal was. She didn't get robbed. Where's her money? She's in a huge house. She lives a fine life. She does everything she wants to do. Her boyfriend I don't is think so she, hot. I don't think. I mean, she's got a hot boyfriend, but I think. I don't know. My highlight of the Golden Globe was Aquafina winning. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fucking sick. That was so cool. My highlight was Renee Zellweger winning. Yeah, that was good. And but I although... also loved Pierce Brosnan's sons, who um, talked about that charity. Oh, that was so and that bizarre. Was so stone faced and kind of quiet. And um, Pierce Brosnan is pro Trump. Is he? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I didn't like him. I like his sons. Okay. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing. Isn't that wild? I mean, he's never. I've never enjoyed his aesthetic, and I've never really enjoyed... Do you know what? About time we have a James Bond whose aesthetic appeals to gay men. Because I'm not one for Daniel Craig either. 
I would say Daniel Craig's aesthetic really appeals to gay men as a whole. Do you whole. reckon? I mean, his iconic image is him coming out of the sea in a tiny speedo. Yeah, I stand corrected. Yeah. But, like, there are hotter men who would could be, be James Bond. Who would be, who would you pick? But it's like, the, James Bond has to be like, he fucks chicks and guys want to be him. Yeah. So, like, often they don't go for a guy that's like, and his hair is perfect, you know, or whatever. Mm. Like, Daniel Craig also, Daniel Craig's James Bond also has a line at some point in Spectre, I think, where he alludes to the fact that he's, he's had sex with a man. I can't remember what, exactly Fuck. how it comes out. And it's not like you ever meet the guy. Or I would like love to be that Bond boy. I know. <laughs> Give me a Bond boy. <laughs> Chris, 2020, Chris Parker wants to play the Bond boy. Ah, Mr. Bond, welcome. Well, that'd be <laughs> great. Be so good. You know how Phoebe Wallenbridge got to do like a pass of the James Bond script? Yes. And she added a Bond boy. I mean, I mean, her job was to add more, more, more women into it, so she probably didn't do that. <laughs> Phoebe, um, I totally great that you're adding women here. Just could you add a couple of gay dudes? Just a couple of gay boys. They have boys. a podcast. They're funny. They can't keep it together. Funny. They're like thirty, but they act like they're twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> this is my thirty year. You're, you're turning thirty. I'm turning thirty this year, September. Yeah, are you excited? Are you going to do a big party? Yeah, I'm like trying to figure out what I want to do. Mm. Like if, a trip. Like a fallover. What's a fallover? Like fallover. That's a joke. Oh, yeah, I'm getting thirty. No, well, I mean, like, really, like, this whole summer has been like, what really relaxes me? What really brings me joy versus like, what do I think I should be doing? Yeah, and like, baking, cooking, dining with friends around a table, like, and gin and tonics. Um, buying expensive linens, like stuff, and like looking at my garden, like basically behaving like I'm 65. I love that for you. And like thinking about retiring soon, that brings me joy. So I'm just like, I'm trying to manifest that for my 30th. I love that. So I'm like, do I want like 60 to 100? No, I do not have 100 friends, but like (laughs) 30 to 40 people, like at a bar. No. Do you want a big long table with 20 oh, close dears? Even 20 is pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm coming around to your house for dinner tomorrow. Did you know? No. Yeah. Who invited you? Brindley. Oh, I love that. Great. Yeah. So get ready. Oh, yeah. What's she cooking? Um, I don't know, actually, but she said she'd cooked dinner. And How many something. people are invited? Um, well, she just never me invites invited. me. It's, it's so that we can do admin for our show. Oh, my God. Right. So she will do a roast chicken. You reckon? Yeah. Okay, cool. How much money do you want to put on that? She'll do a roast chicken. I don't want to put any money against <laughs> Dragging her? You've been invited for dinner? She'll do a roast chicken. Yum, though. I love roast Yum, chicken. Yum, I love roast chicken. Um, I've been cooking so much. Like, What my, things have you cooked? Well, like, like for New Year's, my boyfriend and I uh, made dinner for... Okay. We made dinner for 15 people. There were oh, wow. six people there, seven people there, like, or eight. Uh, we definitely overcated. Yeah, we ate it all, but we made ten on the night or or over the next few days as well. Uh, we ate we ate a lot of it on the night. Mm-hmm. We made ten dishes. Wow! Um, and like bar two of them, they all came out on the table at the same time. <laughs> it was wow. hectic. But wow. I was like, I love this man. I love this man. Like the way we were operating in the kitchen Beautiful. was unbelievable. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And I was like, this is synergy. Wow. It was heaven. Me and Sam absolutely don't work. It's like one's on the kitchen, one's playing, <laughs> one's playing a video game. <laughs> That's our vibe. Oh, we like don't cook together all the time. Yeah, yeah, events, yeah. But like when we were like 
it's a great happening. it's a great thing for a couple to do i mm. think is like host a night yeah because you really begin to feel your like operation as a as a duo yes, and like yeah. how you present you we get did to that. do your like um rising stars we did a little Science. bit of that for new years because it was like one couple made the dinner yeah. And then we made the breakfast the next morning. So what did like you do for New Year's? You were up north? In Kirikiri. Oh. It was so good. Cause, so Kirikiri is not in itself really a holiday town. It's just like a no. the biggest town there. So we booked a house that was the really cheap. From, Stunning. The falls were beautiful. The Rainbow Falls were yeah. incredible. Yeah. And so we booked a house there from a woman who literally just booked it out on Airbnb and did not know what she was doing and severely undercharged us, but was a real honey. Perfect. Uh, her name was Colleen. She has purple frizzy hair. The Perfect. House was what so kind much, of shoes? Um, Can I guess? Wedged. Yeah. Uh, I think wedged yeah, like sandals. wedged sandals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I knew it. Someone's Caprice? just booked it out for four months. Yeah, short. Yeah, th- three quarter length. Oh. Uh, someone's just booked it out for four months, so she's just going to live in a motorhome. That's it. When she, we were there, she just lives in a motorhome. Colleen, is that? Yeah, Colleen. She needs to. We need a. You need a chat to work. <laughs> I'm fine with it. And then, and then, so there was like all these crazy little um, trinkets and things everywhere over the house. Crystals. Uh, not crystals, more dolls. kind of like dolls, uh, portraits of creepy girls. There was like a giant lamp that was like three times the size of any other lamp you've ever seen in your life. There was a weird like um, old military items in one spot and like old cooking stuff. And there was, oh, there was a bunch of scales. Like kitchen oh, scales. Oh, okay, I'm trying to like pinpoint her aesthetic. I was gonna initially think like she has one of those like bodices that's like uh, in a corset with like a, it's like a jewelry stand. But now I'm thinking it's a bit more like secondhand than that. Oh uh, yeah, 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 definitely a bit more secondhand. Uh, and so the big thing that we did over New Year's was so there's three couples there, but this was a singular activity, so I don't know why I'm pointing that out. Uh, the teddy bear kind of lady. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, mm. no, not teddy bears, though. Mm, crochet? Does she craft? Hard, st- hard like, granite, kind of, like, uh, mosaic-y stuff. Oh, she does a bit of tile, mo- like, craft. I think there was, like, small sailboats. You know, there was just, like, a bit of everything. Wow. And so the big competition that we had was uh, in the last hour before the New Year struck, we all had to find an item around the house and pitch it to the group as the item that we would celebrate and use to bring us into the New Year. Beautiful. Were you on drugs or drunk? We were. We'd smoked a little bit. <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, and, then, and those were cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, one of the items was the giant lamp. Sam found this amazing thing, which is like a little bird that you pulled back and then it like... It um, was like a woodpecker and it went down the middle. So like in the countdown, we pulled it back and the woodpecker <laughs> went down and we counted down with it, Amazing. even though it wasn't like accurately 10 seconds. And then I found a giant port glass, like a port glass that was like a foot and a half tall, like really tall. And then we fuck put champagne in it and we all drank out of That's the port cool. glass. That's uh, cool. And then we all went to bed pretty soon after She that. loves a novelty gift. As a good sense of humour, Colleen, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. Like, we'd find a funny road sign stuck up on the bathroom wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like I know, that. I know this type. Uh, Sunny's on her head? Uh, I can't remember, Purple actually. Purple frizzy hair. I can't place oh, it. I can't place yeah. it. Me, like, basically so just purple. stereotyping. Um, we, like, I hosted... I, I'm not, I've never really had a party at my house, and this is the closest I've ever had one. Like, yeah. was, we had the Yui boom out. We were dancing on the back lawn. Wow. I've just... So this whole summer, I've just been, like, absolutely smashing my garden like loving it i didn't uh, realize keeping up and i reckon a few of the realize these thumbs were green uh, <laughs> and let's just say they're a little light green um i'm loving it i'm lo- what are you doing there what are you putting in nothing uh i can't grow anything up there i don't want to because oh. um i i want it to be like low maintenance which is like 
a, a turn that makes gardeners like shake and furious because yeah. it's just like it's like saying I want an open plan kitchen, yeah, um, yeah. but I want a low maintenance garden, and it's not my garden. So basically, yeah. want to like, but I want to utilize. I've got this big planter bank kind of thing. It's like a raised garden bed. It's so weird. It is bizarre. It has no purpose, and it gets filled with weeds. And so, what I, do you think it was built for originally? I don't know. I think it was grass up there. Like I, I have no idea what it was. Probably a probably like a, a veggie garden. A Shakespeare, a Shakespeare in the Park stage. It's a Shakespeare in the Park. It's an outdoor <laughs> uh, Dave Dobbin uh, summer and vines <laughs> stage. <laughs> um, and it's got beautiful stairs that go up to it, and then you're probably like a meter and a half off the ground. Yeah, and you get a nice view over the fence. I'm just like, this is great. So I want to put bark up there. Oh, cool. Uh, even though bark's not great, like, to, like, walk on. But I was like, a little picnic table. We've got a yeah, little raised cute. outdoor area. It'd be, it'd be fun. A great place to have a little, little nightcap. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. I love that for you um, in your house. And that's just, yeah, me just settling into my 65-year-old, like, lifestyle. And I think it's so nice that you do... I, I was talking to this re- recently about, like... Um, not treating a rental property as if it's just like where you live. Like, I think it's fine to be like, I'm settling into this house. What do I want? How do I want the garden to be? Totally. But then also like not over capitalizing on that and like spending too much. And then you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. I've just what upgraded your property and paid you to live Set here. Be next landlords. But so, if you're going to be living somewhere long term, it's like it's I know the space you're living in. We've been there for like four years. Yeah, totally. Um, which is crazy. So I think sometimes when you rent, you're like afraid to. You, you go where you're like, well, why should I do that? I'm not going to be here forever. But you're still mm. going to be there a long time. Mm. You know. Were we talking about the Golden Globes before? We How were. Ellen did a great job. I know, and I wanted to hate her. Kate so. did an amazing. Kate job. did a great job, and I loved Crying. Ellen being like. Thank you so much for coming and speaking because I know, like, I know it's awful, no one man. likes doing these things. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Kate would love to speak in the Golden yeah, Globes. Of course. But I think, like, I don't trust Ellen, say. Like, I yeah. don't trust her. I think she's a little bit evil. She probably makes a bit too much money. I think she's been poisoned by money. I think she's a good person who's, who's, uh, yes. who's been poisoned by money. And she doesn't want to be doing her show anymore. Like, yeah. that is obvious to me. However, I enjoyed her speech. And I she thought, was. So, so funny. funny, and I was like, "You should just get back into comedy. Get back into comedy. Get on the talk yeah. show." I need to. Well, I've watched her comedy special. I'm going to watch. I it. think she's honestly tired of hanging out with like middle-aged mums yeah. from like the middle of America, and she wants to be hanging out with her queer friends again. I know, and her raps, uh, rap stars, her rapper and pop star friends. Like, mm. and I'm like, do that. Yeah, you should be doing that, and you should stop having to like. I think Alan could write something incredible. Yeah, and not just bring... It was on this morning while I ate breakfast and they just brought out this weird gift for Katy Perry. It was like her a show was... full of a plant or something. I can't yeah, remember. It's, it's dumb. so stupid. Her show's literally like, it's cat week, time to watch some videos of cats. I'm just like, oh my God. She has a TikTok session where she... So, <laughs> so she watches TikToks and she's got a bell and she dings the bell if she likes the TikTok. You did a TikTok. Yeah. You were part of a TikTok. I'm part, I was part of a TikTok. Did you download the app? Uh, I've, I've got, got the app, app on my phone. I've got the app on my phone. I haven't created anything. Me either. And I've barely consumed anything either. I... But I've had other people play me YouTube videos of best TikToks. <laughs> yes. I love watching them. I feel like as a man who's turning 30 years old this year, I can't make TikTok content. I know. I feel like it's... But then I want to be. Like, when you sign up for the app, it asks you your age. And I feel like, and when it did that to me, I was like, is this because there's an upper limit? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dirty. You can't come you in can't here. You can't come on here. Like, no. Man. 
Um, but the rocks on it. So I don't know. Like yeah. when I see other people do it, I'm like, oh, this looks great. Like you, I should be doing this. And then when I do it, when I'm like, oh, right, record. I'm like, I can't. I like yeah. freak out. Um, like someone's gonna kick me out of here for being like not cool enough. Wow. But we're already Instagram's already not cool. I think that's what's happened. Really? Bewitchingly, yeah. I think Instagram's cool. I love Instagram. I know, but we're thirty. You're not yet. But we you know, I'm like I don't basically think basically thirty. The kids aren't really using Instagram anymore. They've uh, all they moved they on. so are. They've all moved on. The kids are still using Instagram. Okay. Because but TikTok they're using a lot more. Yeah, but like that's a different thing. Like they're mm. you're not using Twitter, they're using TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't, like, you can't take yeah, a hot TikTok selfie all... on TikTok. You, you can't. Can. So much of it is just hot people lip syncing oh, to God, songs. so weird. It's crazy. Do they make money we, oh, Do you want know my, my favorite TikTok challenges that we were all doing? <laughs> it's people, it's the Beyonce countdown challenge. Oh. So everyone tries to do that. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I love that. It's so good. And there's some people who nail it and some people who uh, do it as a joke. And then some people who are trying to nail it. It's, it uh, we oh, where are the gay hours. TikTokers? That's what I want to know. And isn't it? Isn't there an this homophobic like, yeah. group behind it, or they were removing oh, gay content? God. So, the bottom line is yes, I did make a TikTok. <laughs> 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 to Beanie's glitter, that's the song. Eh? I know it's getting right here. Yeah, and so she massive on TikTok. That's how she got massive. Yeah, yeah. She's oh. our she's New Zealand's most streamed artist for 2019. Wow, and the way she got there, TikTok, TikTok. baby. We gotta stream this podcast on, on TikTok. TikTok. But I think she did the same thing that Lil Nas X did, where like she created it. It became a meme out of her putting yes. the song out there. Because what it, what it is is, so if you were to do an Instagram video with a song in it, right? You'd you'd find the song, you'd find the bit you want to use. Yes. Up. TikTok is like no. If you want to do a TikTok with her song, it's this these Part six the seconds that's pre decided. So everyone's using the same bit of the music. And that's how you make thing. memes and viral content. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that, yeah is. that is. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is making me feel better and more comfortable in my 30s is watching um, other people on Instagram in their 30s and realizing like, we're all just still kids. <laughs> Everyone's, anyone who's like, on Instagram now, who's our age is suddenly like the the content's like yeah. So what? I spent New Year's in. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, it's totally it. Hashtag a. revolutionary. Yeah, like, yeah. Loving just staying at home, working my gut. Like we always think we're the only one who loves like looking after ourselves, know, but like everyone's doing it at this no age. And they're like, it's crazy. I'm just like really into like cleaning at the moment. Uh, but we all are. We all are. Love a um, clean house. Love a good meal. Love a good uh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How uh. Um, how are you feeling currently about the year? Because I could not feel worse about it. Um, like I've just been, I reckon I've been in like a three day, like depression basically. Because of what's happening with the planet. Yeah. Like, like politically in terms of America and Iran and also globally in terms of the climate in Australia, it just feels like this stuff isn't going away anytime soon. Yeah. (laughs) And it feels like, these are big issues. It's not like, oh, 
Like, it's not like a pop star's like, it's not like Israel Folau, like, kicking the ear off or something awful around. Like, we can just silence him or yeah, yeah. block him. I'm like, it's like, These are things that wow, okay, so Trump's kind of engaging in warfare in Iran. Um, I feel like that's not like a one-week problem. Like, no, not at all. It feels like a huge issue. But then it's also it's an election year, which I'm like, that's kind of hopeful. Yeah, that or it could, could be happen. like a true kick in the guts. Isn't it crazy that people were pub- like tweeting out the newspaper coverage from when Clinton did the same thing? He instigated a war, right? After being impeached, so crazy, weird. eh? Ooh, it's all just like to to use it's all just war, like history like repeating itself. I yeah, guess. it's all. History. I don't want to bring it out down because I definitely have been looking for outlets to make myself feel better or to escape because I feel like. Currently, I need it. And even though, mm. like, you feel bad about it because you're like, I should just be worrying about the climate, like, constantly, you can't. Like, you just, you can't think about it, like, 24-7 because it, yeah. it makes you sad. And, like, the day that all of Auckland's sky was orange, I was, like, I was, like, screaming. Like, I just went, I was lost crazy, my mind. Did you lose your mind? So, we went for, we were going for a hike in Tafarinui, oh. uh, which is, you know, a beautiful spot. And it was, like, fine once we got there. And I was getting messages from people being like, the sky's orange. I was like, oh, that's crazy. The sky's orange in Auckland. And then by the time we finished the walk and got back to the beach, <laughs> everything was orange. And then I heard children having discussions. Like, there's a little girl, like, she's probably, like, eight, being like, no, I heard the world's ending this year because the polls did this. Oh. And her mum's like, no, don't worry about that. Oh it was so freaky. It was crazy. Everyone was just staring. Like, yeah. This like, beautiful beach, but everyone's just looking at the... It's apocalyptic. It was apocalyptic. It's full apocalyptic. And it's just like, you couldn't escape at that point. And I was just like, I went, I went nuts. Like, I went full nuts. Yeah. I was like, should we go to St. Luke's? Like, I just didn't know what to do. I had to get it out of it. It was like, crazy, eh? Yeah. It, it sort of like took me back to like the wake of the earthquake when I was just like visiting back in Christchurch and no one kind of knew where to like place themselves. Yeah. Everyone's sort of like their domestic rhythm has been completely cracked. And so you just like, don't know how to settle. Yeah. And, um, that's certainly what it felt like the day the sky turned orange. And then I was like, and then everyone kind of keeps uploading images online. And I was like, this is on my phone to not look at the sky right now. Please stop uploading it. But also I know that I should know about it and where to donate. It definitely meant that's that I know I definitely donated that day. It was like triggered me into to, to, yeah. like, making sure I did something about I it. Because also like a, it was like we were all spinning out, but then it's also like and we're not even our ears not even polluted. It's not even reached a bad level or anything. We just No, but then I was like the thing that was interesting about like Kate Blanchett's speech was like and the good thing that I, and the one thing I had to kind of keep reminding myself, which kinda of was bumming me out, was like so much of it felt like Australia, we have like such a sibling relationship with Australia. Like they're our big brother, big sister, big they country. <laughs> um, and th- we like had that kind of, they're bigger than us mentality. And I was like, yeah. oh, we're being punished, you know, like <laughs> by, that, by that country burning, which is a repulsive attitude to have. But then I was like, it is still currently our world that is burning. And it is still like our sky that is yeah. this color. It's like, it's, it's not an Australian issue that, it's like very much a global issue. Yeah. And it's so easy to kind of be like, every country is responsible for their own climate. No. But I was like, ultimately, all that CO2 that is like being billowed into the 
atmosphere like it's all of our fault. Ha- has no good impact on the rest of the world it's so weird. oh god i've gone grim it's again so i've grim. gone grim again i had such a grim start to the year because we watched um don't fuck with cats as well oh Netflix god, have you watched it yes oh my god i love body moving so much but at the end when she like looks, looks at the, the camera, camera I was like, get like, absolutely, absolutely fucked i know i was I, mike and i were like watching it in Fungaday, and then also she did that and i was like fuck oh so i hated that i hated it the, that case is so grim and so gross, and the way the premise of the documentary was told to me, I was like, oh, this will be fun. And it wasn't. <laughs> Not really, fun. The first episode's fun, and then after that, it is so bleak and so gross. And then what's re- what really grossed me out, ultimately I'm like, I, I can't be like I didn't uh, c- crawl through it because I was so engaged. But yes. also I'm like, man, it was an unethical documentary. In terms of like... How much the, they showed you? Sh- how much they showed you the actual clips talking to the best friend of the victim and and i feel like they made it seem to him that they were going to end with a message about the victim which they kind of do uh but then they go back to talking about the killer but you watch i was like yeah but you fucking made it yeah, exactly. <laughs> and made me watch it oh it'd it, be very funny if no one watched it they're like we're not complicit and then they're like oh no one watched, oh, no our, one watched documentary. our documentary um, i couldn't stop watching it and then i've been listening to the david bain podcast as well and then oh. something else as well something else associated with death so i've just been like grim city grim city it's yeah. unbelievable what's good content i've been watching be watching um the, the circle. circle are you watching it? yeah it's so good it's so, it's so crazy okay so the circle for those who haven't watched it it's on netflix and it's been running on the bbc for like or like wherever in england for there's years. like a norwegian version and a french version i think as well so it's like kind of it's a it's a reality competition that's all about like popularity and so you want to be the last one standing is the kind of thing and it's like big brother in the sense that you're kind of watching it 24 hours however every person is in their own apartment so they're in isolation and they communicate with this app fake app uh called the circle (laughs) which is kind of like a siri ai device which is like screens and then they had this kind of ripped off Facebook thing. So it's all about like social media and like how the most popular survivors. You can have like group chats and private chats and create profiles and people rate them. And then depending on their ratings means they can become an influencer. And then if they're an influencer, they can vote people out. And that's how I guess you win. The characters on this series are wild, aren't they? They're so... Did you think Antonio was hot? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Something hot about oh, this is gonna sound like maybe this is a kink of mine. But when he's just in his socks and his basketball yeah, shorts, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I get this kind of like kink. It's <laughs> so crazy <laughs> because like you know because I also watched the glow up on Netflix, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I also love. Really, it's so, it. that makeup reality. It was so funny because yeah. they're like they're artists and they talk about their art form, and you definitely like see their painting. And, like it is artistic, but like their visions are like so funny. So one was like. <laughs> For this makeup look, there's like eight of them. They're like, we want like a two-sided, um, oh, like a naked boy's running in the garden. <laughs> well, he's got that? pants on. Oh, someone's... It's the neighbor from the pool. There's a pool party next door. And like a... He's come to retrieve the ball. <laughs> he's gone now. It was just jarring. <laughs> um, so like, there was like, we want like a couple of um, two-tone makeup looks. Mm-hmm. So it was like, one is like one side of your personality. And the other one is the other side of your personality. No. And like 80% of the contestants did... A grey, like, teardrop, like, black and white, and then the other side was rainbows. And I was like, they all looked amazing, but I was like, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> the, the two sides of my personality is, like, one is, like, rainbows and colourful because I'm really happy and upbeat. And the other side is, like, I'm crying. <laughs> I was like, I love it. I love it a niche reality. There's something about, something about the fact that there's so much reality TV now that I'm like, like, watching The Circle, I'm like, you can't be entering this 
thinking you're going to be a celebrity afterwards because there's so much content now that like no one. But they all have quite a few thousand followers on Instagram now, which is all you really want from it. It's like a little. I guess so. But also, but I also feel like in the circle, I'm like they're just doing it for the experience. Yeah, it'd be fun. I reckon it would be fun. What's crazy is like you're you're in this small, highly decorated apartment for like I'm gonna say two weeks like if you so do like you go and you don't get any interaction apart from like that's the tr- apart from with the circle so i'm like that's the true test of this reality is like I know. who doesn't go fucking insane and there's this guy called joey who's like italian american oh, who's like hey he ripped his shirt off to talk to the hot girl <laughs> <laughs> he's always just like oh for crazy man you're bomber like it's his his energy is wild considering there's no one else in the room with him that's what I want to know. How do they get that energy out of people? Like, they must be directing them to be like... I think they're like, before they go and they're like, feel like you can chat and talk and then they'd probably like, write the messages that it's like, talk out loud a bit more. Yeah. But they must... I reckon they pop in sometimes. I don't think... Or maybe. They go crazy though. Like... Yeah. You would go fucking you go nuts. fucking mental. I don't know what I'd do in there all the time. I know. Because you can't have a laptop. You can maybe watch movies. They've got a terrible home gym in there with like a cross trainer, a treadmill and whatnot. Yeah. I'm thing. just like crazy it's so i do what i'm doing at the moment which is basically i wake up and i spend like an hour getting myself ready mm. <laughs> i keep thinking about because it can't just be an app that they're talking to it's a person behind i reckon it's typing. like a 18 year old intern yeah. for the netflix who's like typing everything for the netflix for the netflix. i work for the netflix I for the, ever heard of it uh but yeah i keep thinking about where they are who that because it, it seems like it responds mm. pretty quick oh my god we haven't done a fact of a gay wow who cares let's not do one I've got one. Okay. For the last <laughs> five minutes of the pod. Um, oh, fuck. I don't even know if this is any good. Just talk about it. There's a... Let's just do it because then we know we've done it. They found a new essay from the 1800s discussing same-sex love. So it's written in 1873 in, uh, by an English poet called John Addington Simmons, who had a wife and four kids. But he published Sounds straight this, to me. Well, but he published this essay uh, um, praising the ancient Greeks' acceptance of same-sex relations and compared to the uh, kind of Christian views on it. He had a wife and uh, four children himself, but... He was gay. And people think that his work inspired Oscar Wilde. Apparently, he only po- uh, published 10 copies of this essay mm. because he was for fear of being discovered and persecuted. But he did want to, like, I guess he was trying to, like, I want to read it. But it's really hard to read it. I think it's available on Google. <laughs> Can someone, like, do a YouTube, like, summary of it? And yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cliff's Notes. If Trixie Mattel's reading it, then yeah, I'll probably watch it. Um, how wh- do you find a coin of the week? Judy Dench. Can we talk about cats? Of course. Of course. How was it? When did you see it? What was boxing your experience? Day. As soon as it came out, yeah. Boxing Day. We were so Michael and I spent Christmas with his family in Whangarei, and it was pretty wild. <laughs> like it yeah. was a really weird energy. I'm just so used to my family's Christmas, so it was really nice spending it with his family. But like the vibe in Whangarei is so different. Um, yeah, and it was like quite so sparse and sort of like scattered around. And like, I think my mum like. It's like so micromanaging around Christmas about what everyone does that you don't have a moment to run away. Yeah. That it was really quite liberating to like just, we we're like, should we go to cats? And so as soon as yeah. we went to the Whangarei cinemas, the events there, and we were the only people in the cinema. Love that. Um, opening day. Opening huge day. Huge for cats. Huge for cats. Uh, and one person walked in about halfway through and sat down, and it was surreal it yeah. was surreal it was like 
Um, I wasn't shocked by it because I'd seen the trailer and I knew the musical. Yeah. So nothing was a true surprise, but just like a bad idea. You're just like, this was a bad, bad idea. The fact that like Judy Dench, like what was the energy on set? What these actors, I know. what were they fucking thinking? Like they must've been paid so much. Just on a soundstage as well. You know, like being like, just... like, 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 so Ian McKellen licks out of a bowl at one moment. And I'm like, what? What about the bit where he goes, meow, 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 meow. It's so crazy to me. Um, we saw it the 27th of December, the day after the yeah. race. Manakana Cinemas, the Paradiso Theatre, if you're familiar with those cinemas with the roses on the roof. Uh, and it was pretty full and we were going to go by ourselves, but then Sam's family were like, oh, we'll come too. So like <laughs> seven of us hit along and took up a whole row. And then there was like, there was... Another big family there whose two daughters were sitting in the front. At the front front row of the cinema, they've got like recliners. And right. those girls started pretending to be cats and crawling around the theatre for quite a lot of it, which was, which really added to it. Yeah. It's like um, 4D cinema. Yeah. The first scene and the first number was mind blowing to me. Right through to Rebel Wilson. The start through to Rebel Wilson. You loved it. No, like my mouth was on the floor that this was a movie that existed. Right. Uh, and then after that, I kind of like chilled out a little bit. And I thought, Re- I thought Ian McCallum was pretty good. I thought Taylor Swift was pretty good. I thought Taylor was great. Yeah. Uh, I thought her song sounded great. I love that she sung yeah. um, McCavity. Rebel Wilson sounded like that was her first run through of the song. Rebel Wilson was, was so bad in the film. I just was like, what are you doing? Like yeah. bad dancing, bad singing. Um, awful number. Awful number. There's- Everyone had done a bad job on that. The cockroaches, the, cockroach, the, mice. the CGI was just like crazy, like a PS, like a PlayStation One, one game. game. Yeah. Do you remember um, what's that little alien that used to play on PlayStation One? Um, oh, fucking forgotten it. Oh well. Fuck. Oddworld. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's like a little alien with yes. two big bulgy eyes. Yes, yeah. kind of gave me that kind of vibe. Yeah, we kind of stretched around faces. Um. Judy Dench, there's an interview with Out.com with uh, Rose Domu, who like, oh, yeah, so this. funny. Yeah. And Judy Dench talks about, because um, old Deuteronomy, <laughs> the cat that she plays is always played by a male in the movie, in the, on stage. Yeah. And I've always like fast forwarded his song. Same. Like, in, the, in the VHS. But she's playing old Jute in this, and uh, she says in this interview that she plays like a trans cat. Uh, she's like, oh, I guess, God. you know, trans. And um, it's just such a wild... It's an astonishing call. an astonishing moment. I'm like... To I, say it like that when you, in a way that obviously says you weren't thinking that when you shot Another ball it. rolled out into the grass. We're gonna, another teenager from the ball's going to run out. And I'm just like, <laughs> I hate being in this like podcast dungeon. I know. And kind of looking at the window waiting for some sort of... Oh, there's another one. Um, sort of I confronting don't want them, us. I know. I don't out. want them to see us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can. Oh, no. He saw us. Uh, he was wearing like a little necklace. A little necklace. Uh, that wet <laughs> must be um must be like a shell silver or something. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so that that was very funny, and I was like, I love that, and I love that she knew that she was being interviewed by Out.com. It was like no. I'm going to bring up a trans issue. The bit where Judy Dench f- turns to camera and directs for three to four full minutes yep. the final song, of which one of the major points is a cat is not a dog. 
That was the bit as well where I again lost my mind. And I went back to like body moving and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same, same, looking at the camera. Same and I was energy. Like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> Why are they stop doing this. Stop breaking the fourth wall. Ah, uh, there's been so much talk about cats. It's hard to say anything new, but it is crazy that they're like they've got human noses. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess it's just like so, so many bad. people are critiquing it because they hadn't experienced the musical, which is rubbish yeah. anyway. Um, it blew my mind how much. They tried to make it a story and all the dialogue in between. And that Mr. Mistopheles was, was straight. straight. That, that was fucked. That's absolutely fucked. He's absolutely He's a gay the pussy. Biggest gay. He's such a gay cat. He does, like, it's so funny. He does magic. Like it's so funny. In the, in the musical, he, like, just spins around in a jacket. And I was like, this kind of sob story that he's, like, not taking. I guess that was, like, the story of, like, a sleight of hand magic magician who's like wants to be taken seriously as like a big kind of david copperfield kind of magician yeah. and i was like i'm not here for that narrative but i just want it to be the, about a gay cat yeah and in the film he has to perform literal magic and pull someone from somewhere else to something plus it's the animal kingdom cats fuck other like they like let the cats I, like i want to see more gay cats how funny is it that the all the it's obviously like a district of london for humans but all everything is cat themed as well like it's like so, the meow club and the those, milk bar like how big are those cats but oh. even that bits i don't i hate deliberating that bit because i'm just like we know it's bad yeah but the main girl sounds like she's 12 years old when she sings as well i couldn't stand all that. that i wanted oh, that, was to be wanted fuck that song <laughs> was so bad <laughs> i hated it so much but judy dench the fact that she said yes to that film and the fact that she was like, I've been waiting to do this role for a long I time. Know, beautiful, like, gorgeous. I'm glad. I hope you got a lot of money. I really felt like they really fucked Jay Hart over by making her nose runny. Yeah. I didn't get that. I was like... That song could have been so much bigger, eh? Yeah. Um, but she did an incredible job, I thought. But it was everything around her that was pulling her down. Such a weird cat, Grizabella. I never get it. No, neither. Kind of she weird. was a star? She was. She's a hangout with um, McCavity, was what, kind of what they were saying. Yeah. It's weird. God, it's so dumb. It's it was so dumb. Uh, I really love Little Woman. Yeah, I can't wait tonight. Love Timothy Chalamet. Really, he's so good. Yeah, cool. He's so good. And I'm like, what a career. I, I, I can't I wait. I feel like he might be our next like Leo. Yeah, I think that's valid. I think that's valid. He's like what Leo is in 2020. Of like, he's a little bit like queer cusp, you know? Like because I guess he did. He, yeah, has like what Titanic. What did for Leo? Yeah. Uh, Call Me By Your Name did for Timothy. Mm-hmm. And then Timothy? I Timothy. guess it, it's sort of that, isn't it? Um, Timothy. So I can't, I can't wait to see like where he goes. But I think he's a great actor. He is a great actor. I loved him in... He's in Lady Bird, right, as well. Yeah? Yeah, fuck. He's and Asisha Ronan in this as well. Yeah. So it's like Fair beautiful seeing him again. How was Emma Watson? Bad. That's my opinion. How was Florence Pugh? Fan. I love Fucking tastic. Have you seen Midsummer? I haven't. Oh. I haven't watched that or Succession. Was it on my list? Yeah, we just started. This time. podcast has been mainly us reviewing what content we've been watching. But we're going to have such a good year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> same. Oh, before we go, which we need to go now because um, I'm meeting up with another friend. <laughs> um, who's gay? Um, was. <laughs> before you ask. Before you ask us gay, we've got some um, live dates to plug. Oh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So if you love this podcast and you're like, God, I want to get a vibe of it live, then you can catch us, first and foremost, Auckland Pride. Uh, we are doing a live episode at Phoenix. Phoenix Entertainment, upstairs on K Road. Right on by the corner with Mercury Lane. It's... What date? The, the 13th, 13th of Feb. Feb. It's a little pre-Valentine's treat. 
at like a time. There's an event on Facebook, so like it oh, and I get find it. It's like seven forty-five. I want to say eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, something around there. Very late night vibe. We'll do yeah. some stand-up. We'll do some podcasts, and we'll play some games. Yeah, and the vibe in that venue is just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Love a little glittery curtain. It's gonna be very fun. It'll be very gay. And we're also doing a show in. Christchurch. Oh, yes. At the um, Bread and Circus slash World Buskers Festival. That is on February the 8th. We're coming to Christchurch. We're going to do the same thing that we do in Auckland. So a live podcast. We'll do some stand-up. There'll be some games. I don't know why I keep saying games. <laughs> games. Pin the tail on that. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even finish that sentence. We're going to play Werewolf Live with just the two of us. <laughs> Are you a murderer? Uh, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just what that is. And that is on the February the 8th. At 4pm, it's a little afternoon show. At the Backstage Social Club. But you'll be able to find it. If you just like pick up a Bread and Circus brochure, or you'll be able to find it online. Book a ticket to that as well. We'd love to have you there. And we're also doing like um, a comedy night in, at the um, Civic. Oh, not Civic. <laughs> at the Civic. Just <laughs> a little. We're just, oh, we're just testing some material in front of 10,000 of our closest friends. No, at the Classic upstairs, right? Yeah. Lucy uh, Goosey. That's on the 25th of January. We'll just right. Be trying I hope some you've got a pen jokes. and paper and you're writing these down. Um, but uh, apart from that... We'll also have dates in Wellington. Yes, we're just trying to... Invercargill and Queenstown. Can so we're going that? fucking national. If you want us to come to your town, um, then flick us a Can DM online or whatever and get in touch because we'd like to um, travel yeah. this year. That's our we'd goal. like to travel. Our goal is to travel, travel. nationally. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see some of New Zealand's greatest cities or towns. Um, you be the judge, so you you are in control of that story. It's a pick a path and you are the reader. About choosing whether it's a city or a town. Just where we go. Oh, where we go. Okay. <laughs> sure. I was like, sure that's shows people about, just like, messaging population. us town. No, <laughs> no, no, specifically what people, please stop messaging us city or town. Um, Village. <laughs> kitty, kitty. We should go to kitty, kitty. It's beautiful up there. Um, and they've got, they've got a new world and a countdown. I had a weird experience with the cops there once. Remember that? We were doing Hudson Halls and they were like, oh, they're yes. sure about the gays or whatever. And I was like, well, I didn't get a nice vibe from those cops. Was there a theater? Is there a theater there? There's a ginormous, the, every kind of, of those towns has like a ginormous Theater, which is always called like the Alan Turnbull Center oh, or like yeah, yeah. the Jeffrey Obstein Turn Center. The Jeffrey Obstein? <laughs> the, <laughs> the beautiful Jeff. We're playing at the beautiful Jeffrey Obstein <laughs> Theater, and, and we need to clarify he is not, not. in any way related to Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> <laughs> or Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy, it's fun to laugh. It's fun to record this episode. Uh, this is the start of 2020. It's going to be the biggest year of the male gaze. It's going to be our biggest year yet. Yeah, even as the planet truly dies, we will be blasting. We will be creating out. content. We will literally be doing this podcast while the bunker. Because guess what? The environmental impact of this podcast, very little. Very small, actually. Like, the, the most is like driving here. Yeah. And, and you walk. And I walked. Uh, so it's it's me. I could break down on the carbon footprint of this. Yeah. But it was like, we're not, I mean, I guess we're on Apple. But we're not even like on Amazon. No, we're not. Not like Alana Glazer. That special stuff. Is that, that's so bad. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it is it mean to talk about, but I just, she does a joke about how homophobes are all gay, which that yeah. line of c- comedy makes yeah. me so angry. It's like when people do those illustrations of like Trump and Putin kissing. And yeah, like, it's like, oh, fuck off. Just, yeah. You're just encouraging people to say that being gay is bad. Anyway, releasing a, a special called The Planet is Burning on Amazon Prime is absolutely F U C K E D. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, sorry. Flanked. <laughs> flanked. Flanked. It's flanked. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening, and we Bye. love you all. And like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.